am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to this is the final word. World Cup Daily Day 18 coming to you. Thanks to Seabus Super. Super fun hitting your retirement for six. You can visit cbarsuper.com.au. We're on the train out of Manchester. Uh, Jeff Lemon here. Adam Collins with me. Plenty of people around us. So we've been at the India-Pakistan game. We're on a very crowded train going back. There'll be a lot of background noise. We'll be pulling out of a station soon. It's all part of the authentic soundscape that we're building here at The Final Word. Adam. Yeah, we, we knew this would happen at some point through the course of the World Cup Daily. We'd have to record on a crowded train, and that's precisely what we're doing. Um, it could not be a more crowded train. Every seat's taken. There's people standing everywhere, and that's part of the experience. 800,000 people tried to get tickets today for a 25,000-seater game. It could have been sold out 32. Two times over. I know we like to use the MCG as a barometer, but I mean, crikey, yeah. 800,000 ticket requests. It's overwhelming. If you put them end to end, how many times would they go to the moon and back? <laughs> that's, that's always the best measuring stick. Absolutely. Now, now, you've got to give us a summary of the day in 30 seconds or less and give it a go. I'm going to find this easy today. Okay, starting now. India was sent in. New opening partnership of KL Rahul and Rohit Sharma put on 136 before Rahul full fell for 57. Kohli came to the crease. Rohit Sharma bossed it. He made 140. He was angry when he got out, but geez, it was a great innings. Kohli, 77. They had a rain delay in the middle, but it didn't matter. They made 336 when they were bowling. Pakistan were never really in it. One good partnership, but they were ultimately way, way, way short. 2-1-2 for six, which was 89 runs short on Duckworth-Lewis method, which we're going to talk about why that was such a silly target as we make our way through. Perfect 27 seconds. You're all over it. Yeah, I feel like I missed quite a lot of detail today. That's okay. We can fill in the blanks now. That's the very nature of the 30-second summary. Uh, the most interesting bit, the thing that really stood out to me today, was that Rowett made his fastest ever 50 off 35 balls. Usually he's more like 50 off 75, and then he blows up and makes 250 by exploding at the back end. Today he got out of the blocks early. The whole way through, I felt like his balls faced and his score were the opposite that we normally anticipate. He went at them in the power play. Normally they work on the basis that they can get progressively quicker through the innings. But, and they did do that to an extent. Kale Rahul was playing that role that, that, we, that we knew he probably would. And, and Virat Kohli spoke about it after play that all they wanted him to do was be a foil for Rohit Sharma. And then Rohit just took a, a leadership role. And we've already seen what he can do in this tournament when he's backed against the wall, as it was against South Africa when he was being worked over early on. Today was a different kind of innings. He was the one taking control, putting the pressure straight back on the Pakistani bowlers. He didn't look like getting out until he did. And Mohamed Amir started off gorgeously again. He's just got a habit of, at the top of an innings, um, putting in a couple of absolute craftsman's overs where he moves the ball around and uh, he's just been wonderful to watch in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he bowled a maiden early. I think he's First three or four overs went for Soddle and they, they took him out of the attack, which I, I thought wasn't necessarily the right call given how well um, they were going down the other end. And that did open the floodgates to a certain extent at the back of the power play. But he did take three for 47. He was a cut above the rest of the Pakistan bowlers. The spinners did a serviceable job in the middle overs, but really they, they're rather open. Hassan Ali went for 84. Um, and, you know, you look at the two... 38-year-olds, um, Shah Malik and Muhammad Afiz went for 11, and 11 runs in, in the single over. They both bowled and it, they just never had any control over the innings until the rain delay. I actually think that helped Pakistan. They, they bounced back pretty well in the last few overs when they came back. We thought for a while there it was going to be rained out with India about 300 for four or whatever it was when the rain hit. 
Yeah, well, exactly that. And, and so after it came back, they were able to claw things back a bit, keep India to 336, um, almost a carbon copy of what Pakistan did against Australia where they put the clamps on towards the end just to, yeah. to limit what could have been a 380 to something that was sort of theoretically maybe chaseable. In, India had very much the same batting structure as they had against Australia where Kohli came in and made a sort of... Um, core of an innings. He, he made 77 off 65 and then Hardik Pandya got pushed up to number 4 and had another aggressive uh, little cameo 26 off 19 and as he hit a couple more long balls and he's enjoying his World Cup a lot. Yeah he, he certainly is and that's the flexibility they have when they are able to bat deep and this is the whole model for India isn't it? It's the template as Kohli describes it as they, they want to give themselves every opportunity and all the flexibility in the world at the back of the innings by being rigid and 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 sticking to a plan at the front of the innings and it all really stands to reason he about his own role he made 77 today off would have been roughly a run of ball 65 yeah I mean you know that's a strike rate of 120 but he never really needed to go up the gears at all he might have a little bit towards the end I think he had one big over which um which took his strike rate from about 90 to about 110 but notwithstanding that he is happy to just be up the other end turning the strike over at will and giving the strike to those who they're elevating up the order during the course of his innings today, he went past 11,000 runs. He was the fastest to get there in terms of innings by over 50 innings. Sachin played 276 innings to get there. Coley's played 213 or whatever it is. It's a, it's a crazy stat. It kind of feeds into your thinking, Jeff, that if Coley plays till he's an old man, uh, there's a possibility he'll make like 70 hundreds in one day cricket. It's yeah. crazy. I th- 75 is what I've got him pegged for at the current rate. He's on 41. Uh, would have been maybe thinking about one today because he was out there in the 70s with you know three overs left and could have teed off. He got out in strange fashion, hooked at a bouncer from Armia. He wasn't given out. He walked. And then the replays showed he didn't hit it. This was going to be my Hall of Fame nomination, actually, given that this is... I mean, walking is rare. Walking in a World Cup game has context, of course. Kumar Sangakara, Adam Gilchrist, um, 2003 semi-final when uh, the top edge went in the air. Sangakara took it and Gilchrist walked off mm. when the umpire, who I can't remember who it was now, but was going to decline. Yeah, it was an edge into, it the, into the pad, was That's it? right, yeah, yeah. yeah from, which, from De Silva, I think. It could easily have been. I, I, I think, don't, it, think yeah. it was Aravinda De Silva. Right, right. Um, but yeah, this was a peculiar one because, particularly to walk against Pakistan, that's a that's a big move from the statement, isn't it? Yeah, he must have thought he hit it. That's what it comes down to. But the the replay was inconclusive at best. I mean, if well, he did, it didn't come up on Snicko, and that's the technology we re- we rely on for every other decision. It, and it looked like daylight to me between bat and ball. Sometimes Snicko doesn't always pick up an edge if, if the body's in the way, if the batsman's too far forward away from the microphone or something. But this was above his head, and you would have thought it would be picked up. But he, he gave himself out for 77. He was pretty angry in the dressing room, I think, <laughs> I when he that. saw the replays. So I don't think it was entirely altruism. But when Pakistan came out to reply, they just really weren't in it for for long. I mean, there was a, a bit of a glimmer when Barbara Azam was cruising along with, with Fakazama at the start and, you know, they, they're both such stylists in contrasting versions of, of stylists and, you know, they look like they might be able to put something together, but as tends to happen, the good starts eventually falter. Yeah, Barbara Azam, who looked a lock for a big score, received a magnificent delivery from Kuldeep Yadav and he's probably the, the spinner in the Indian setup at the moment who is most vulnerable there's a view that he bowls so slowly through the air that some batsmen can pick him up whereas Chahal's a, f- a fraction flatter a fraction more accurate as well uh, and he's, he's been the guy who Kohli's mostly turned to he's been to Chahal in recent times and and, uh, and Kuldeep Yadav's been yeah, kind of very much the second spinner but today the, the opposite was true he got better as he worked into his spell and the delivery to go through the gate of Barbara's arm he'll be watching that for the rest of his life especially given the, the context of an Indian-Pakistan World Cup game, it, it drifted away. It was about 
you know, it was very slow through the air, drifted away, bit back through the gate and, 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 and denied uh, Barbara Azam the chance to get his bat down in time. Yeah, um, I thought my player of the day was probably Hardik Pandya because he got smashed around with the ball against Australia but came back today, took a couple of important wickets, got mm. um, Hafiz and Shoal Malik in consecutive balls. He was on a hat-trick for a second there. Um, and, uh, but, and also had that little cameo with the bat. I thought he was exciting across all forms. Uh, Shoal Malik, first ball duck. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the last we see of him in, in 50-over cricket. He's still got a role to play in the T20 side, which of course are the, the top of the world rankings at the moment but he's had a horror start to the World Cup and of course he's one of only two players to be in this World Cup who played cricket in the 1990s Wow! I like that factoid we're running out of them here Chris Gale the last two yeah the, the last two times you can make the Y2K joke pretty much <laughs> there's, only one, there's only so many times you can make the same intro um, but your, your player of the day was probably Rohit Sharma wasn't it you, yeah you just, yeah. I, just, I, I know you I, I, was, I, was, I was enjoying it an awful lot I, I think that he's I think the way he's batting in this tournament, Coley loves him. And, and, and it's not always been the case with those two, but Coley has been like gushing about the way that Rohit's playing. Um, a true leader in the side now, um, at the peak of his powers. He's been around international cricket for 12 years. It's easy to forget that he's 32 years of age now, so he should be right in the sweet spot. But um, now he's made five scores above 50 in a row. Only three other players have done that. Tendulkar twice, Coley twice, and Ajinka Rahane. Um, and now Rohit Sharma joins them. So uh, let the good times roll with him. Two centuries in the tournament, and he's almost certainly got the most runs in the comp now. He must surely have the most runs in the tournament. I know Aaron Finch did last night, but but Rohit would have overtaken him now. And they have a nice six or seven day break, I think, India as well. So they're beautifully placed and in no small part due to their opener. Hall of Fame surely has to be the ICC regulations and the umpires getting Pakistan to come back after a rain break at quarter past seven at night to face five overs when they needed 136 runs to win. Yeah, sometimes you see things happen in our game and you understand why people think it's a little bit inaccessible I get that they cleaned it up enough to play but a little bit of common sense might have prevailed there instead of setting the players out for the, the I mean we've seen some junk time in this tournament but it doesn't get much more trashy than that it was oh. it was five overs of net practice Boomer running in off half his run up really walking in almost and letting the ball go down at half pace and drop catches and slogs across the line and there was nothing in it for anyone really and it, if anything it might have even sullied the, the last little bit for India. I know that mm. you don't want to win with the rain falling due to DLS, but they would have rathered that than you know a couple of drop chances. It was quite an ugly way to get over the line, even though they won by a massive margin. Yeah, and, and just some relatively pointless sort of hitting going on. You know, Shut Up Khan was out there knocking a few around, and um, Imad Wazim made 46 not out. That so really nice well, Imad Wazim. I, I think he bowled down better well. Deserves a mention, because yeah. he bowled a tidy spell when, when Rohit was teeing off to, yeah. to drag him back a wee bit, and then I know the game was all but over when he walked out to bat, but still, there's something to work with there. Yeah, nine overs, uh, none for 49. So he was, he was, sorry, 10 overs, none for 49. He was tidy. And, um, you know, he might be the one to sort of go up the order to that show of Malik spot. Another nomination, the, the Pakistan fan who arrived today on a horse. I don't know if you saw this, on oh, a white yes. horse. It was hard to miss. It was all over social media. But yeah. just that kind of spoke to the atmospherics at the front of Old Trafford. I'd never been to a Pakistan-India group game before. I've been to the final of the 17 Champions Trophy, but this was different gravy. I mean, as you said, off the top, 800,000 ticket applications, a TV audience of 1.5 billion were expected today. And, uh, and and outside before, I know you got there a fraction after I did, but an hour before play, it was chaos. It was And it was the best of our game too, because it wasn't segregated. It wasn't yeah. fans blueing with each other. They were just singing at each other and with each other. And and uh, oh, I thought it was, it, was, it was a restorative moment, just remembering that, that cricket does unite these people more that does more than all the things that divide them and have done for many years politically cricket is something that brings them together on, on these amazing occasions so how do you decide between people coming together 
a guy on a magical horse with a really long tail. The open and, top and, bus and, as well. With the, there's and, another group coming through on that. So yes, and and the most ridiculous, ludicrous um, comeback after a rain delay for for pointlessness since South Africa needed 23 off one ball or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I think maybe the the, the Duckworth Lewis stand method deserves a, a Guernsey, given that we I think we've had net run rate in the Hall of Fame already. So it's only right that it's uh, that its brother in arms gets a Guernsey too. That's the Hall of Fame for this time. We'll be back with part two in one second. Jeff, how about this? We've got a new spin on Nerd Pledge, but it's sent through by our great mates at Seabus Super. Really? Tell me what we've got. 9.29. Okay, so that would have to be 9 for 29, which mm. would be the New Zealand batting collapse against Pakistan when Yassir Shah took 8 for. It's very good for him. You're spot on. But 9.29% is also Seabus Super's average annual return for their default investment option over the last 34 years. I did not anticipate that completely organic segue, goodness me. Uh, do we have another number? We do, actually, as it happens. Uh, 50. Okay, 50 is probably the most common number in cricket, maybe aside from naught, so that's not too clear. But maybe it's the good bit of Bradman's career in between the debut at the Echo where he sucked and then the last test where he made a duck. Very nice. Right again. Also, $50 billion is how much of their members' money CBUS currently have invested. Well, I've learned something new. CBUS Super, the industry super fund, hitting your retirement for six. You can visit cbussuper.com.au to find out more. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. To consider a CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. is the final word world cup daily day 18 coming to you from the train out of manchester piccadilly down towards london euston with uh, a lot of interested onlookers trying to work out what the hell we're doing and whether we're crazy or not we're not this is just a professional thing it's just a job that's fine um we're just doing our thing paying our mortgages casting forward uh, i can't even remember what's happening next west indies are playing bangladesh tomorrow that Uh, definitely occurs that that is an interesting one because you know both those sides are still a possibility but they've got to get on a pretty hot winning streak and they have to start against each other. Yeah, that's right. And then you've got a side like Pakistan, which are kind of reflective of where the competition's now at with India, Australia, England and New Zealand very much solidified in the top four. Mm. Pakistan and West Indies who have had moments in this tournament, of course, when the West Indies won their first game and when Pakistan knocked off England, but both of them are way back in the pack. And then you've got a series of other sides who are really off the pace, including Sri Lanka, Afghanistan and, and Bangladesh kind of fall in the middle of all that as well. And South Africa are one game from elimination despite the fact that they won yesterday. So the, the problem with the 10-team format with everyone playing everyone was that this was a risk of having a series of dead rubbers, essentially. Um, we had this in 1996 in the World Cup in the subcontinent and um, unless there's some upset soon that might be what we're on to again which is not ideal India take on Afghanistan in six days so they've got a long break and then what should be a, a relatively easy hit out Afghanistan haven't been able to challenge anybody as yet and you think they'd be unlikely to do it against the relentless remorseless machine of the Indian side yeah I just note that in terms of the Indian selection conundrum they might have Shikadawan back by them probably not maybe you'll have one more game off uh, Bhuvaneshwar Kuma we heard Virat Kohli after play saying that he hurt his hamstring bowling after they ran back from a rain delay I thought that was a bit ill-considered they were like waiting on the edge of the pitch as the rain came down they got back on and then Bovey you know slips on the crease I mean you know had they waited a bit longer, who knows? But anyway, the broader point is is that he's out for two to three games. They're not going to replace him, though, because mm. they can just whip Muhammad Shami off the bench. Pretty useful to have. Yeah. Um, Bovi goes out, Shami comes in. I mean, there, there are worse fates than that. And, and, and Vijay Shankar, who we neglected to mention in the match report, he took a wicket with his first ball yeah. in the World Cup today. He's almost Hall of Fame worthy. That's almost Hall of Fame, actually. To have a bowler... So 
Yeah, Bhuvi Kumar goes off. <laughs> Bhuvi Kumar goes off injured halfway through and over. Vijay Shankar, who's like the medium pacer who just bowls a bit sometimes in the middle of the innings, but he's not too crash hot. He's a top order no. batsman, really. Comes on to just to finish off the rest of the over. Hoops one into the pads and nails Imad Wasim like before with his first ball in World Cup cricket. Maybe retrospectively, that should be the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and also given that he didn't debut until this year. I mean, Vijay Shankar is very much your squad backup player, but I thought he bowled quite nicely. He made quick runs with the bat. He's made a fairly convincing case to stay in the side even after they recalibrate when they have Darwin back in. So, no, fair play to the man. Yeah, Kale Rahul might find himself squeezed out once again. There are a lot of unlucky players around this Indian team. Mm. Pakistan have a genuinely a full week's break before they take on South Africa at Lords the following Sunday. And South Africa, by that point, will have played New Zealand. Yeah. So South they're Afri- both in last, last chance cafe there, aren't Well, they? South Africa are either knocked out of the comp by then or they're still in it by their fingernails so either they're angry and moody and sulky or they're desperate uh, they might be bad to come up against either way but you know that, that'll be Pakistan's last chance they can still make it they could they could come in fourth the most they can get is 11 points which could get them fourth if other results go their way uh, their net run rate's shot as well so that doesn't help but it's still possible uh, because we've got to wait and see what other permutations uh, l- uh, lead to yeah that's it isn't it we've got this situation where a lot of, a lot of teams still can mathematically make it so it'll keep it interesting for another week or so but once we get through that period if New Zealand, Australia, England and India continue to win then very quickly it it, it will lose that edge and I'm a little bit concerned about that it sort of comes back to our point that we've made consistently over many many years that two groups of seven would have been a far more appropriate format for this World Cup yeah and and that this kind of idea that you have to only have the top teams because it keeps things more competitive and interesting does not necessarily work out in an increasingly uneven global cricket system here here I think that's enough from us for today. We'll be back tomorrow with the World Cup Daily Day 19. It comes right after Day 18. Uh, today was brought to you by Seabus Super. You can check them out at seabussuper.com.au. Until tomorrow, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Good night. in my future questions, my current senses. that be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty both this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.